Hey everybody, welcome to A Girl Talks, episode one, the story of an empath. Wow, it has been quite a while since I have last recorded an episode here on this podcast. As many of you, um, I was dealing with a lot with the pandemic, Black Lives Matter, and uh, like many couples that experienced uh, hardships, uh, I endured a breakup. And you put all that together, and it really, really puts you on a roller coaster of emotions as you thinking, feeling, and doing things that may not even be part of who you are, but you have absolutely no idea how to channel them. Um, for those that may not know, allow me to disclose my previous thought processes when dealing with hardships. And navigating through emotions and thoughts. Um, as a young girl, I have had thoughts of suicide. I have attempted various times throughout my life. And um, knowing what I had gone through then and knowing what I would be facing at that moment that was not too long ago but four months ago, I had decided to take one of the biggest steps of self-love and that was to walk in the path of my mental health journey and seek professional help with a therapist and a love coach by my side. I simultaneously was put to work and wow, what an incredible journey it has been for me. And as an empath, I feel a lot. I channel energy from just about everywhere and from anyone and especially those whom I love and am closest to. Um, when it comes to communicating my feelings, it's very difficult. Uh, that has a lot to do with my upbringing. That also has a lot to do with my zodiac sign, if you believe in astrology. But one thing I can do is feel. And I feel awful if I upset someone. I feel sad if someone's sad. I feel outraged when I see injustices. And those are various planes of feelings to channel. Uh, one is personal and intimate if it's something caused by myself to someone that I love and care about. Another can be just feeling something for a random stranger. And the other one is just global and worldwide. Um, lots of injustices have been occurring and occur still to this day, and it affects me um, tremendously. There are times that I have to stray away from news and media to avoid seeing and reading things that can completely drain me. There are also times where um, I need to dive into something else to distract my mind so that I don't embellish too much into something that will then consume my time, my energy, and all of my emotions. So in this episode, I will talk about what being an empath is. I will also talk about loving an empath, and I will also talk about some various key points that sometimes us empaths seem to forget to think how it can affect us. And just to give you a little preview on that part of the conversation, sex. Sex is very important. Um, it's important period whether you're in or out of relationship uh, whether it's self-pleasure or pleasure with someone that you have um, come to an agreement with or someone that you have solely decided to 
give of yourself intimately, wholeheartedly um, in a romantic setting or not. Sex is an exchange of energy and as an empath, energy, like I mentioned, is very critical with how we take care of ourselves. It is important to keep this in mind when it comes to selecting a sexual partner and even a romantic partner. So it took me quite a while to be able to uh, hone in and accept this to be more of a gift instead of a curse. Um, and in, in, in redirecting uh, this, this idea of it not being a curse but rather a gift, um, I'm becoming happier more than ever. Um, there are different types of empaths like I shared with you, um, but when you know which types you are, um, it, it makes you make sense of things and you feel a little bit more at ease, like, you know, you're not alone. And, um, you know, there are people who might be struggling to find their purpose. Um, I know I did for a really long time. Um, when I was young, I struggled a lot with these feelings and these thoughts and these emotions. Um, but as I got older, I realized that there's purpose to me and my story. And, um, and, and that um, has been a gift within itself, within this gift. And um, yes, it has been burdensome when it comes to relationships because empaths will have moments of uh, mood swings depending on uh, who they're surrounding themselves around on a day-to-day -day basis. And it's draining and exhausting for the empath themselves and their work so extremely hard to not have it spill out and pour into their relationships whether it be you know family friendship or even romantically um speaking of romance i want to talk about um loving an empath and empaths in relationships um unique things that i myself recently have learned um coming out of this relationship that i that i had in this breakup um and hopefully it can give you insight and also be of a source for those that are you know currently involved with an empath or considering to date an empath because let's be real um it is really hard for empaths to date for the mere fact that we do absorb uh things with those who we are connected with and also around um depending on what type of empath you are um i want to dive into um the sexual empath because like i said it falls into the emotional and physical empath and it's like a sub-tier um, and it's not too frequently highlighted. Um, I actually had to ask a lot of questions to my spiritual healer and a bunch of other people that are very in tune with the world of empaths and um, I found an article and there was a lot of information and I'm going to share some key points um, because let's be very real um, when it comes to relationships, whether it's romantic or ca or, or I hate to use the word casual or casual, um, you know, sex is definitely um, a factor in these types of um, exchange of energy. And for empaths, um, sex is a very important topic that I think needs to be uh, discussed and um, clarified before diving in and that's something that um, I 
I'm going to practice more of. Um, I think it's very important to have this type of conversation before any type of level of sexual intimacy. Um, so let's get going with that. Um, for empaths, sexuality is more than just um, a topic concerning dating or single life or long-term relationships. Um, there is no such thing as casual sex. I know it's a word that gets thrown out and around and a lot, but when you're dealing with an empath, um, when it comes to um, sex, um, it's more than just casual. Um, it is definitely an exchange of, of feelings, emotions, energy, thoughts, and um, empaths can pick up on all that is good and all that is bad um, from the sexual partner. And um, often this is going to play a key role on uh, whether or not they're going to climax, the level of climax, and how they're going to feel thereafter you know, moving forward as the days progress to weeks, progress to months until they have another sexual encounter, whether it be with the same person or with someone else. Um, so it is important for empaths to choose their partners wisely. Um, that saying, my body is my temple, is very keen, especially when it comes to empaths, because again, you can absorb toxic energy, stress, or fear. And so the other side of the coin, yes, you can absorb euphoric, magical, intense passion, which, you know, as an empath, you always hope that that's what you're gonna get. Uh, for all empaths, especially the sexual type, to feel their best, they must share this level of intimacy with the right person who can reciprocate respect and love. And don't be afraid about the L word because love does not have to be scary, folks. It's it's a feeling, you know, it's an energy. And um, if you are in the moment and you're loving every piece of what is being experienced, that feeling of love will help intensify um, for an empath during this erotic encounter between you and them both. And by them feeling those levels of intensities, you will also feel the bliss, my friend. So this is a perfect time for you if you are talking to someone that's an empath or you're interested in someone that's an empath before you jump in bed make sure that all your chakras all your energy are definitely fine-tuned because it will be a worldwide experience um when you come correctly um if it's not it, it, you know an empath their job that they feel is um to give it their all, to uh, fulfill, to cater, to serve, um, but it'll leave them drained. So you might still have, for you it's still a win-win um, because you'll still have a really amazing experience, but for them they will feel very drained and they'll feel a little frustrated and annoyed by it and be like, okay. <laughs> time to recharge and um you know you can't fault them for that it, it's it's it'd be no different if you know if a person who kills the mood 
You know, how many times, fellas, have you wanted to have sex and then all of a sudden the girl's like not feeling it and then you're not feeling it? Um, it's just, it, it, it's as plain as that. You don't necessarily have to be an empath to know that when it comes to sex, a mood can be completely killed. So definitely, um, gentlemen and women that are, are, are being faced with an empath, um, again, uh, don't take it personal. Um, instead, optimize knowing this information. Now, one of the things that I'll share is that um, prior to this relationship, I had practiced celibacy, right? Uh, for about a year, I was like a month shy from completing my year celibacy. And yes, I did have sexual encounters before um, being intimate with uh, the person that then became my 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 only partner. Um that restriction is not a good thing to do, um, especially if you're not fulfilling uh, your sexual desires, even for yourself, by yourself. And when I say I was practicing celibacy, I was practicing celibacy. I thought that that would clear my channels. I thought it would keep me very in tune. I thought it would be healing and therapeutic, especially because I dealt with a lot of sexual traumas from my abuser that I know uh, now needed to be handled much differently than um than what i was doing yes it was uh difficult <laughs> to not be able to take care of my own self um in that department um but it what what happens when you deprive yourself of something that is you know part of our human dna sex is very important um again even if it's self-fulfilled um what happens is that the moment that your 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 sexual spark is ignited to a level um of of magic and of wow um you're so quick to then pull into a relationship and one of the things about myself that I know is that I'm clearly a relationship person I've had four very long relationships even even the one that lasted just a year was was way too long uh it was with my abuser that should have been cut really short and nipped in the butt a lot sooner but again empaths what we do is we want to um give 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 and fill and fill 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 because we feel what they're feeling which is emptiness and sadness and inadequacy and we because we want to love and have them feel these things we give too much of ourselves so um one of the things that empaths that are practicing celibacy will encounter is that eager desire to jump into a relationship the moment they find like this spark, this connection. And usually it's around like the honeymoon phases of, of getting to know someone, which of course the sex is amazing. And especially if you've been celibate for X amount of time, whether months, years, or, or days. Um, so, you know, when this happens, sometimes you ignore some intuitive warning signs. And not that these warning signs are completely awful. I mean, there's always some flags that need to be seen and we all have them. Um, empaths themselves as well. Um, no one's perfect. Um, it's those type of things though that you need to be keen on. And sometimes because the sex might be so amazing, you kind of completely 
you know, throw on them, 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 them little, you know, shutter blinds and you're just looking at things through tunnel vision and, and you're completely disregarding whatever might be important to, you know, address or be aware of. So what happens is that when, you know, when empaths engage in a sexual relationship early on with a person, some choices might be poorly made. Uh, does that make sense? I, I think it, I think y'all get what I'm talking about. Um, and, and the reason why this happens is because, you know, it might have been so long since they found someone that they were even, even, even slightly interested in. Um, and let's be real, it is really hard, especially now with COVID, to meet people, to talk and go out on dates because life is completely turned upside down and it is different. Um, but one of the biggest advice that I can give through you know trial and error um, in my life, in my growing pains, is to um, do not become overly attached um, too soon. I think sometimes the best thing to do is to acknowledge it, communicate that, and pull yourself just a little bit. Um, uh, that way you don't dive into the same routine and pattern that is very becoming for empaths, which is to be in these relationships that will inevitably will fail. And, and, and they might last long, but they end up not lasting. They don't go past the finish line um so uh because people that they end up diving into bed and into uh emotional relationships they're diving in with people who happen to actually be emotionally unavailable and these people who are emotionally unavailable can't love the empath or anyone back just yet there's a lot of work that still needs to be done and um, again the empath naturally just wants to love and nurture and care and they will put their basic needs last you know and put that of someone else before theirs and that as an empath um, I need to advise to be very aware of so that you can maybe look at your patterns and your relationships that you know failed and 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 avoid doing the same thing sometimes it's really hard for us to see what we've been doing over and over again no matter how obvious it can be to everyone else um but sometimes our friends and family don't want to get involved because we don't you know we're, we're sensitive people and they don't want to you know trigger a, a, a defensive reaction um and as empaths because we are so caring and nurturing when someone comes offensively to us our natural thing is to you know protect and and, and guard ourselves even further and a lot of the times that could come off you know uh, uh, very very intense for other people so sometimes they're like I'm, I'd rather just not say anything but um but that's not good either so if you're a family member or friend or you know somebody um an empath really does need you to communicate do not do not decide what is and what isn't uh good enough for them to talk about and hear and listen you treat them like a normal person because guess what they are a normal person um yes we are rare but um, to be fair, uh, in order for a relationship to work, um, you cannot treat someone differently. And that goes for the, you know, your, you too, empath. You cannot treat someone differently just because you can feel their pain and their anguish. You need to treat them like you're equal. 
And if you find yourself constantly struggling in relationships and wondering why, why is this not lasting? Why does it always start out so great and then it ends so horrifically? Um, I would, I would definitely suggest looking into tantra. Um, tantra is a practice that's been, you know, going. Going for far along in ancient times, it, it's it, it's a combination of uh, spirituality, sexuality, the body, the mind. Um, you can do it in like a private setting where it's one to one, or you can do it in a group. Um, and 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 its end goal is to teach you how to tap into um, these these realms of um, spirituality and sexuality, and to work through old traumas and um, um, repeated patterns that might be destructive or, you know, things that might be numbing you from feeling certain things like a full climax. Um, for me, I, 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 I've always struggled with sex in different phases of my life. Um, first, being raised Roman Catholic by very old traditional way of thinking where if you lose your virginity before wedlock you're going to hell so when i did lose my virginity i didn't get to enjoy it all completely but i'm glad it was with whom it was with um it was none of my ex-boyfriends um it was actually a very sweet guy and i could feel the love i could feel the respect i could feel the dignity but i could also hear my mother in the back of my mind and it completely <laughs> messed up any type of uh, feeling of bliss that I could possibly have felt. Um, how could you when you have your mama dukes in your mind and her voice telling you, you're going to hell and she's crying and doing a rosary. Um, but then I, I managed to um, channel through all that and um, it wasn't until uh, my first serious relationship where I was able to really, um, really explore my sexuality with them my body my intimacy and it was fun but because it was my first time having it be reciprocated with someone um we didn't know what to do with it it was a lot how can i just say it was just a lot for us and it just led us to just doing some really a lot of playing of back and forth with each other emotionally and mentally even though we both even though we both wanted each other, we were just stuck in playing games. But when I left that relationship and I went into my next, um, it was with uh, an, a person that became, was very abusive. Um, it became clear that everything that was fed to me was a lie. And by that time, it was too late to not be involved i had already moved in we had already uh been public with our decisions no one knew how to get, get a hold of me no one knew where i lived um i was very controlled and uh he really changed what sex was like for me not only did i manage to you know get through that bump with my mother you know and that in my mind i now had to face something that was very traumatic um, yes, I had gotten pregnant. I, I had a miscarriage that was very difficult. Um, but in a lot of ways, I'm very glad that I did not have uh, the baby. Um, I know it's it sounds awful, but what kind of life would I have been living and what kind of world would my child have been 
raised, I don't know. Um, I'll never know. But those were the thoughts that I had when it all occurred. It's what helped me get through it. The only thing is that he was trying to get me pregnant so that no one knew that I miscarried. And um, that's when sex became unfun and it became painful and um if i have to label it in any way i would label uh that i understood what it felt and meant to be a sex slave and i struggled a lot with my intimacy after that um more so that when i did get back with my ex that i dated prior to my abuser it wasn't the same you know, our sexual experience was not the same. And mind you, what kept us, you know, glued onto each other was the sex. Um, I, I was not the same. I was broken, uh, spirited mind and, um, and body. And so um, I had to then work through it. And it's taken me a lot of time to really, really work through it. And I have to say that with my current uh, therapist and even that with my love recovery coach, it has moved mountains um tremendously and even now being quite aware of of my gift as an empath on how severe it is to choose uh, who you're allowing into your channels of energy into your chakras um, and the responsibility we have for the self when it comes to this level of um energy exchange because once you do find a sexual partner whether it's just a booty call you know a friend with benefit or you know this is going to be my partner my person that I'm romantically with the only person I'm I'm going to be intimate with um it, it it becomes a matter of uh combining sex and heart and for for us empaths we thrive that way uh, because we do love with our heart just about <laughs> if you're an animal empath it's heart if it's if it's you know plant it's heart if it's you know uh, earth it's heart so when it comes to sex it's heart too you know uh, when when the sex and the heart and the spirit is combined in the act of uh, sexual encounter um, it is it is amazing and it is nurturing to the soul. It is nurturing to us as a being. And, um, you know, part of that heart-centered, you know, exchange um, when it comes to sex, um, it's, it's learning to be able to exchange each other's energy in a very uh, blissful way um, so that, the encounters never feel off, off balance, off energy. Um, you know, uh, for example, now, um, if you are, if you're horny and the other person is frustrated and having a bad day, you know, it might not be so smart to engage in sexual encounters, no matter how horny you are. Trust me, I've had to learn it difficult ways. Um, because you then are going to channel in this energy and it will not only drain you, but you'll also feel tense and stressed and annoyed because you're absorbing this energy. So you become what you're exchanging and you 
do not if that's not the person that you are that's not the style it's not your stilo then you know um choosing to reframe from an intimate uh encounter is definitely um important to address in a mature way so that your partner does not feel inadequate and also so that your partner can understand that you know it's not like i don't want to have sex with you i do but i just don't want to deal with the channels of emotions that i'm going to then experience after this because it might be fun for you but it's not going to be fun for me now these types of conversations might be very uncomfortable and it might make it really hard for someone that's not in tune with their themselves spiritually even uh, emotionally um, they won't be able to handle an empath and and there are many reasons why and I want to dive into it um, it doesn't make you a bad person but knowing what you're getting yourself into and knowing what you can and cannot handle um, because let's face it you know empaths um, are, are people who understand every ounce of your being um they have big hearts they give so much and they can give and give and give even if they received little um they can love you unconditionally and they can protect you at all costs you know it, it sounds like the perfect person right like it, it does um but why are so many empaths single such as myself um it's very very simple um it's 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 really hard to handle um we are complex uh there's a a, a severe depth within us a, a powerful capacity for love sometimes it can be too much and it pushes people away sometimes it can be too much too soon that it scares people away and Yes, people will run away and that's okay, um, but don't completely ghost somebody. <laughs> Communication is very important. Um, but even though, you know, I, I can go on and on about us empaths, um, even though we have like these super human powers that, you know, uh, have a range of, of, of strength and magic, um, not a lot of people, mostly insecure people or emotionally unavailable people can handle it and um you know here are a few reasons why um you might be so into somebody but then falling into like these these spectrums of like wait i'm really not feeling that or i don't think i can put up with this or um it, it's okay but you know empaths i want you to kind of uh take notice as well um, as to why it might be that you're single because I'm in that same boat. Um, empaths, we ask a lot of questions. We ask a lot of questions. And, you know, people, people overall, you know, don't like to be asked difficult questions about life, their life. Um, it can lead into very uncomfortable uh, feelings and, 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 <laughs> might not end well um so if a person who is an empath is looking for someone to share their dreams and their hopes and their aspirations you know they might be they're going to be a little bit disappointed to to learn that not a lot of people um are are, are creatures of, of 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 this type of 
engagement of communication of feelings um you know as a virgo we are very guarded we don't let people in but the moment we do we're excited and we want to bond and develop this connection that's that's far more than just you know sex and far more than just you know love because you can love your dog you can love your neighbor you can love your your plant you can love your parent it becomes this real like big big uh a deeper spiritual connection in conversations about life and some people just can't have these conversations and and for empaths it's it's very it's very disheartening you know um empaths are very honest and sometimes it's it comes off almost a little rude but it's not it's it's there's n- either we're going to communicate and it's going to be very blunt and it's going to be very raw and it's going to be very honest or we're not going to communicate because we're too afraid of hurting your feelings and being the cause of it. You know, um, sometimes though, empaths cannot hold back anything. Even if they're like biting their tongue and biting their tongue. Um, and even when they know that it might lead to this argument or it might lead to a relationship just throwing in a towel, empaths are so honest when it comes to how they view and feel the person that they're investing their time with that some people who are are, 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 are too proud or some people who don't know how to take this type of honesty and rawness, they just bounce. You know, they just bounce and they're like, all right, peace, bye, I'm done. And, um empaths don't be too hard on yourself on that there will be a person who genuinely does appreciate and respect and love that trait about you and it's very healthy because you don't want to live in a false reality you want to be able to be yourself freely and not have to walk on eggshells so to speak um you know empaths know what they want and a lot of the times when you're with someone who's an empath um you know, they're only silent as per the energy that you give, you know, so they might want to do something, see something, go somewhere, um, and they'll just go ahead and say it, (laughs) because they know what they want, and, and, and again, sometimes it's at, to a default, um, some empaths will hold back and bite their tongue because they don't want to make it awkward and they don't want to hurt a person's feelings. And that's kind of like the, this is where the drainingness comes through for an empath. This is where the, the feeling of, oh my God, I got to recharge, you know, because they're going against the grain because they care, but they're going against their self-love and self-care which again empaths always put themselves last and it leads to this whole big thing so one thing I want any empath to really really gain from this episode is that you need to be your authentic self always okay and anyone that's listening to this that is dating or getting to know an empath you need to really really put value in this you know amazing trait because not a lot of people have it um they will feed you bs and um would you rather be living in a lie or living in an open honest pure you know uh way of 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 relationship with somebody um you know empaths they have clear visions of you know what it is that they want 
and you know how to go about getting it and this sometimes can be very uh very scary for someone who may not know who everything might be just upside down or just scattered around and it can be too much and overwhelming literally i have been told by people you're just too good you're just too sweet you're just too nice and you know what i am i am very good and i am very sweet and i am very nice and if you can't value that then there will be someone out there that can and will so you know don't 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 feel bad don't feel bad my empaths um empaths want empath does that make sense empaths want empathetic partners and you know what it's something that we want because we want a meaningful relationship and um there's so many levels of complexity when it comes to having a meaningful and fulfilling relationship that it's so hard for the average person to like dive in and to you know channel in this as their own mantra some people just are like okay i just want to like have someone to grow old with and that's it you know (laughs) the good and the bad empaths really want to find purpose in their life and find someone who has purpose in their life and together live out those purposes and um and and be able to leave a mark behind um and again not a lot of people have that so if 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 you're a person that's just looking for a hookup a one-night stand um you know leave us empath people alone please please you know because we don't want that we don't want that um a lot of the times empaths are not afraid to um allow you in their vulnerable state now if they are um a little bit worried it's because it's who they've been dealt with prior to you um they might have been vulnerable and the person might have made them feel less than they might have been vulnerable and a person might have you know uh you know charged them with a slap a punch a kick um and and they've learned how to not be vulnerable but if you can see that they're trying to be vulnerable with you um know that that's a that's a huge amount of energy and effort that they're doing because they want to develop this level of intimacy with you with you um and it's hard for some people to deal with that sometimes and it's hard for people because it 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 almost makes them feel that they have to do that as well and 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 you know you want to have it exchange in an equal fair reciprocal way but not a lot of people can do that so again um it leaves empaths in a very tight situation of being alone um empaths can see through the bullshit we can see through the bullshit oh my god how you know um and i'm a virgo so (laughs) i am an analytical creature um and i am a really good solver it's insane and it doesn't take much um you know part of being an empath like i listed before you definitely have some keen intuition (laughs) and you go through vibes and you and energy and no joke um yeah it's almost like you know predictable um you know people uh that suffer with self-esteem issues and confidence issues you know they don't hold too well with 
empathetic women. They don't. They don't. You know, men suffer from being around an empathetic woman because they feel like it's the machismo. They're like, no, I got to be like this. And and it's like, who says so? You know, who says so? So if you're, you know, if, if you're a dude that, you know, has this whole thing with the ego and perception and you're not going to, you're not going to do too well with a woman that's empathetic um, because, us empathetic women are so in tune with our feeling, with ourself, the world, the people in it, that we can we can literally tell if you're struggling with something, um, and it might be something that you just don't want to or feel comfortable disclosing. Um, so empaths, you know, they like to build themselves up with the people they like, and um, and and and. A lot of the times, just people don't want to be built up by anybody, not even by themselves. So, you know, empaths, you will find yourself alone. <laughs> so my advice is do not make a relationship a project because you will find yourself in a lot of heartache and pain. Um, you know, empaths love consistency. So um, what you give us from the get-go we expect it to be consistent because that is what we're going to give you too. We're giving you exactly what you see is what you get. And it's 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 not perfect. Um, it's definitely flawed, but it's always improving. Um, but it, you're going to have that level of consistency. So we expect the same. Um, you know, don't try to bag an empathetic person if, if you aren't going to call them the next day. Or if you're going to go ghost for a week or two, you know, empaths and Virgos um, like routine. They like consistent behavior. They like to develop deep, meaningful relationships. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say this, but deep, meaningful relationships because we feel and we and because we feel we want to make sure that it's deep and meaningful. Is it too much to ask? I don't know. And, you know, um, don't bail on plans. Don't um uh don't commit and and not follow through. Don't don't give empty promises. Um, um empaths they will always follow through through good, bad, rain, shine. Um that is what we do and this is why Virgos and empaths, which is sad because I'm both. Um we get disappointed sometimes because it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I'll give of all of this, but you can't, you know, like it's, 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 and this is why we're single. And again, we don't do the leaving, you know, I'm in a weird space because empaths, they don't do the leaving. Normally people just leave them. Um, but Virgos sometimes are like, mm -mm, I don't got time for this. So it's, I have this tug of war, you know, I have this tug of war and it, it, it's, it, it's easier for me to bounce if I'm not in a relationship, um, I have cut people off just so easily. But when I'm in a romantic relationship, I have, it's the empath that taps into me. And that's also the Virgo. We are in it to win it. And we are in it through the good and the bad. And we do get, we are brokenhearted. We are the ones that are left behind, both in the zodiac and also in the energy of empaths. Um, 
We are intense. Empaths are very, very, very intense creatures. If you didn't realize or pick that up yet, well, I'm letting you know so that there are no surprises. Um, Empaths, you know, have a lot of uh, fire, a lot of intensity, a lot of heat, a lot of passion. And um, and there's no way in hell that I'm going to be apologetic about it. Um, You're either on board or you're not. You know, either you're going to come with or you need to get the hell out. And that's a decision that you need to be honest with, with an empath who is also very honest. And, um, you know, it's plain and simple, you know, for an empath. You either uh, want it or you don't. Please do not, do not uh, manipulate and play with my perception of reality. That is one of the biggest things I, I've been telling people since um, since my last two relationships. Please do not, do not, <laughs> do not mess with my perception of reality. I cannot read mine, so always tell me what you're thinking, what you're feeling, because if you don't, then I'm going to think everything's good, and then ta-da, you know, you're breaking up with me. Ouch that hurts um empaths we go all in we go all in um when you find yourself being loved by one of us you know it's it's is it too much to ask to return the feeling mutually is it i don't think so um you know we we don't know how to turn it off and on you know again we love we love hard and we will uh project the energies that we feel and a lot of the times we like to feel good and happy and all these things but if you're someone that's a you know a downer and you're constantly in your thoughts and thinking negatively then those thoughts and feelings become ours too and we start to project those onto you and and that's really sad because now we're changing not because we want to but because of the circumstance that we're in and and this is when relationships start to really fall apart um, because it does become a lot and there is no place for an empath to recharge especially if you're living together you're sleeping in the same bed i have come to the conclusion that if i ever am in a relationship um there's gonna have to be like an extra bed um so that either i go sleep in it or they sleep in it because um my resting area needs to be my 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 charging area and um i that happens when you sleep and you rest and that needs to be respected and that needs to be sacred um and i know that i know that to be a thing like i'm legit like now like okay that is something i'm gonna have to discuss and if someone has an issue with it well then we can't we can't we can't do this um now here's the biggest reason why okay um empaths are lonely little creatures um we're, we're very independent. Yes, we can become codependent. Again, we become the energy that we are surrounded by. And no matter how much work we put into the self, the self, the self, we always put ourselves last and we don't put the self, the self into work. We put the work of others before us. Um, but before any of my relationships, I think one of the things that really, really attracted um, the men in my life was how independent I was. Um, And, you know, you need to know that an empathetic woman, they're not going to wait around for a person to to get their shit together. They're not. They're not. I mean, uh, 
I remember my last relationship. I was like, all right, do you. I'm going to keep doing me. Peace. And, you know, and, and, and I think that um, the fear of possibly losing me or the fear of me possibly finding someone else um, made them want to whip themselves together um, quickly enough to be able to, you know, get back into my life. Um, and, and maybe at the time they believed that it was something uh, realistic, but time will uh, always will always show you whether or not it is that you can 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 be this this thing that you thought you could be. Um, but we we don't need a person to solidify their place in the world. Okay, we 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 don't need that. You know, we need honesty. We need goals. We need uh, communication. We need um, uh, basically we we just need to know that you're in it. You're gonna take care of your own self, um, so that we can take care of our own self. Um, a lot of the times, uh, this codependency relationship does happen between empaths and other uh, classified people. Um, um, but again, empaths don't need a person to solidify their place in the world, you know. Um, while, they, while they might, you know, uh, want you to know where you stand, they want to know that you can stand alone and by them so that they can have the love that they've wanted while still being independent and you having your own sense of autonomy that that and that that ends up again in a perfect world that's how it would always be for every empath but it's not uh again we are drawn to people who are not available we are drawn to people who are facing different challenges or or feel different voids and because it is in our caring in nature um we want to nurture and love and give but um you know i gotta take a little break i gotta take a sip because that was a lot <laughs> okay i'm back um okay so some keen advice for people um don't take things personal even when they are personal you know it, it, it's it's an important principle and it's also a a, a very demanding uh you know request but it's important to know that good communication is essential for a harmonious relationship um, so do not make it about you especially if they're talking about their feelings um, so please uh, by doing that you're going to get triggered and then they're going to be triggered and then it's just uh, it's just a pistol fighting war of different words and emotions that you didn't even mean and it's just unnecessary um, focus on any single emotional issues um, that you're experiencing and um, you know try to not repeat yourself you know empaths uh, have huge emotional issues um, when it comes to uh, feeling overwhelmed by their partner again empaths are not perfect they're amazing people to love and to love you 
Um, but when you're unhappy with something, right, and you're just targeting that constantly and constantly, you're repeating yourself. No one, first of all, likes to be told, you know, hey, I don't like this. <laughs> but hearing it constantly, um, it becomes very overwhelming overbearing especially for an empath um the empath what they really need is space to just decompress after a conflict let them take their time let them you know find some some alone time and process the issue um and and make it about you because it is about you and what it is that they can do to better that but if you don't allow them the space and you don't allow them to even communicate their feelings and their perception and perspective of things then it will lead to resentment on both ends and and you don't need that especially when you know you you have something very special again an empath is a special person um another advice i that i highly suggest is the no yelling rule again empaths feel they feel and you know um if you're yelling even at them or around them or your voice gets a little bit louder than normal omg <laughs> this is not good for an empath um so you know if, if, if you if you love an empath you need to be very very mindful about this okay and and, and and make it make it a strict rule for yourself to to not do that in the home or anywhere to, for a matter of fact um don't try to change your partner don't try to change you know you fell in love with this empath you fell in love with them if if there's any change that's happened in any shift again it's because there has been inconsistency in energy and sometimes you got to step away and also self-evaluate where is this coming from and a lot of the times it's coming from you same thing with an empath where is this coming from it's coming from me so you need to be able to practice this disattachment um, which is both loving and necessary to be able to really um, understand what really needs fixing it's not your partner you'd be more surprised than you know not that it's it's coming from within you and the work that you need to put into yourself um one really cool uh tip that i'm gonna give anyone that loves or is dating or is getting to know an empath um definitely play be playful with your partner you know let him or her bring out that inner child in you um a lot of the times you know people are too serious and and yes empaths can be serious because you know we're seriously passionate about the things that we feel and we try to deliver into the world but we have such an inner child in us that if you were to play with that child and let your inner child out you will find yourself to not only have a better relationship um but it'll enhance your own sense of security and love and grounding because let's let's be honest relationships marriage or any kind of you know union between two people um it needs to be a complete full circle you know where each person that's involved in it serves the other because what is being said should always be taken seriously you know empaths are extremely 
creative. Um, you know, they always have ideas that are coming up and, you know, listen to them, listen to them, you know, take them seriously, believe in them, believe in what they're feeling and their intuition and their gut and their perspective and their vision. Because as crazy as it might be, you know, um, <laughs> empaths um, more than anyone else, ha we have the real ability to change the world. And how cool would it be to be part of that? You know, how cool would it be to look at your life and see that, you know, you spent it with someone making a difference into this world, which really needs it. We're living in a time where we need to bring more light into the darkness. We need to, you know, feed the minds with more positivity and love and kindness and compassion. And, you know, what better way to do that that's more exciting than to find someone you can do it with and with an empath nonetheless. And just as honest as empaths are with you, you need to be honest because dishonesty will destroy us. Um, as an empath, you know, most people think, you know, sugarcoating, you know, is the way to go. And, you know, I'm going to tell you that it is 100% not the way to go. Um, you know, the, the, the betrayal that we feel um, from being neglected uh, facts um, especially after we've allowed you into not just our heart, but our souls. Um, it takes a very, very, very long time for us to recover from. And, um, and if we choose to allow you in our life, you got to be patient. You know, it may take years, it may take months, um, but, you know, you have to allow time to unfold and allow that recovery to heal the wound that has been caused, especially if it's a deep one. Um, it can and most likely will ruin your relationship. So just, just be honest, you know, try to avoid hurting them by being honest. Because, um, you know, a couple of days of crying, sure, you know, It'll suck seeing them cry, and it'll suck for the empath to cry, but they will value and love you so much more for just being open and honest from the get-go. You're gonna find that a lot of empaths might have very little creatures in their life. Uh, do not compete with the love that they have with their animal, especially if they love them like a baby okay it is their fur baby um don't feel a sense of jealousy don't compete with them they will love you too um but again if if you're dealing with someone that's also an animal empath you know there's no no competition because you do not fall under the category of an animal so there's only one animal or there's three four depending on many animals they have but you're one human and that makes you unique and you have nothing to worry about okay um despite what what issues are going to be happening because let's be honest you know life is complicated people are complicated throw them in a pot of love it's complicated but the aim and the focus should be love kindness devotion passion you know uh 
relationship is more than just, you know, two people saying, I'm going to be with you. It's a spiritual experience. Even the sexual part of it is a spiritual connection of energy that's being exchanged. And you can learn so much from each other. And you can definitely learn a lot from an empath. Um, and, you know, consider, consider that empaths will thrive in a relationship when, you know, their qualities and their priority and their authenticity is a a a thing that is fully accepted and loved and not judged and please do not judge them um sometimes empaths um because they're not being heard or because they fear being misunderstood they will keep their emotions bottled up until they have many breaks and when these many breaks happen what they want what they truly need is your support just like they have been there for you and supported you they need you to not judge them and be able to support them through their mini breaks um because believe me um one thing that uh empaths are not the best at doing is uh verbalizing their feelings but they do love to display uh their passion through touch and other sensory nerves that they can use so you know don't fault them if they can't verbalize exactly because there are other ways there 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 are five senses so out of the five they display four so if they can't verbalize and talk the way you want them to then understand their love language um and appreciate that they're loving you in all those other four ways and 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 try to you know find the compromise okay so they can't that one way you know don't fault them um overall loving an empath is probably going to be one of the most incredible experiences you've ever experienced um it is beautifully rewarding uh empaths we are very selfless when it comes to our love um we aim to make you happy um but in order for a relationship to survive be mindful that it it's a two-way street don't just take 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 even if they love to give and give and give um, acknowledging them and showing reciprocation and appreciation oh my god that's a little bit goes a long way um i hope that this episode there's so much to talk about uh was helpful um who knows maybe i will uh pick a specific in the specifics because there's a lot that we can talk about but overall i just wanted to put out an episode since i've been talking about season two um it's going to be uh lessons that are going to be shared that have been learned um and also uh, advice that can help um in our growth in our moments of opening our eyes to 2020 in the year 2020 and before we know it we will be celebrating a new year i just welcomed in a new year of life my birthday so you know um to me it is all becoming full circle and as an empath that loves to give this is a very important podcast for me to put into the universe as 
are all my episodes to be honest with you because i love conversation because i love to engage in stimulating spiritual topics and to talk about things that matter this podcast is extremely important here at a girl talks to be able to use this platform to discuss things that matter not just to me but that might matter to a ton of people that are listening um i want to thank the 3,000 plus listeners that i have i know it's been a while since i put this episode out but now it's here um please follow the social media page a girl talks on instagram and if you have any suggestions or topics or ideas email us at a girl talks podcast at gmail.com thank you so much for your time and your energy i am sending nothing but love good vibes and light your way have a good one bye